Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You ready to do this thing? Yeah, I just I just had my, what I'm calling the idea of coffee. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to wake up. I'm not doing as much coffee because it's not good on my stomach right now. Oh, right, yeah. And I'm just like, but I like coffee. I've been drinking coffee since I was 15 years old and I was a breakfast cook and got up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work earlier. Yep. Coffee is my friend. That's actually impressive for a teenager to be able to get up that early. <laughs> I didn't. It was, well, it was a job where I didn't actually have to deal with the public. I don't mind dealing with public now. Yep. You know, I mean, obviously, I'm in Great Northern Sucks cast. Hello, public. You know, I'm in stores. I talk to people. Got to do businessy owner shit, you know, all mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But when I was 15, 16, 17, just put me in the kitchen. I did not want to be out there with the with the little little lady stealing the sugar packets and this this egg isn't over medium. Well, yes, it is because the white is cooked and the yolk is runny. That's over medium. But you know, I just, no, just <laughs> put me away from the peoples. Yeah. Well, people in restaurants, I think, are a whole different breed mm-hmm. of awful. No, it's just you know. I I mean, I try to be really nice as you know much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's but hangry people. Hangry mm-hmm. people are very scary. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, they are. And I just, I much rather preferred being in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me, did you ever listen to the Spice Girls? Not on purpose, but not because I was avoiding them. Yeah. You know, I, and I understand their movie is hilarious. Oh, really? I mean, just in, in a totally camp, bizarre way. I mean, you know, you know, but other than that. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't, I wasn't into them at all. I was into a completely different kind of music. Um, mm-hmm. but I know they were a huge big deal and you know, you still hear from them. Well, apparently mm-hmm. they're going to be touring pretty soon, but this makes no sense to me. Victoria Beckham is not going to be there because of her, um, other commitments, her fashion lines and things like that. So mm-hmm. why they would do a tour without her is, I don't, she wasn't the biggest thing at the time. I think it was more Ginger and Baby at the time. She was the sporty one, right? Posh. Posh? Okay. Posh. Um, yeah, so, but anyway. See, that tells you how much I know about it, but honestly, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to do just fine. I mean, if you can tour with, like, one monkey or one of everything of these bands, people are just fine with it. That's, okay. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there's, like, two incarnations of Yes out there, and they're both using the name. I mean, just all of these bands from the 60s and 70s sometimes are... are touring with one member who actually recorded an album and sometimes it's not even an original person it's just someone who came in even later so I just well and see I I do have a problem with that it's like you know it's like if you're gonna go okay well anyway well okay yes Mm -hmm. but there's an interview because they're promoting the tour Mm -hmm. so Mel B which is Melanie Brown um, gave an interview to Piers Morgan. Um, he's doing, he's got a new, everybody's promoting something. He's got a new series called life stories and she's promoting a tour, Mm -hmm. but long story short, they got into the question of whether or not, um, she and Jerry Hallowell were more than friends. And, um, (laughs) and she's, he asked her straight out. Why is that funny? I don't know. It just like, 
I just, I just love the fact that it's 2019. Who cares? I don't care who someone is more than friends with. Don't okay. care. Don't care. Don't care at all. Well, so she said, mm-hmm. yeah, we all slept in bed together, but not like that. And then finally she eventually nodded. And then she said, well, I better give her a call to warn her um, that I spilled on public <laughs> television. So I honestly think that was one big ass planted stunt right there. Oh, yeah. They- Personally, it was. I have to go through there. I mean, I just like the fact that now, I mean, you know, like Johnny Carson, you know, I'm old enough to, to watch him when he was still alive and still yeah. popular and all that. Is that it was really about, you know, having someone come on. Sometimes they had things to promote, sometimes they didn't. Now, not only is the guest promoting something, the, the host. host the host is promoting about 5,000 mm-hmm. side things. And mm-hmm. then, they, you know, they're really not looking for someone to watch the show. They're looking for how many hits they can get on the YouTube clip. Yeah. And I'm just like, it just, it's, it's honestly, I, I, I no fun to watch late night TV anymore as, because I know what it used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, things evolve. Things are fine. I mean, you know, it's not like they have Betty White on TV for seven hours straight doing stuff. I mean, life get you know, life yes. changes. And I'm rather in, enjoy the fact that I've downloaded a shitload of stuff for my vacation. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I'm all fine with that. But I just, but, but you look at something like that and you're like, how many meetings did that take to set up? Oh my God! <laughs> how many people called like, other people's 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 like, who called their cousins people? Where are they setting up? What are the checklist? Oh my God! I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, love this, love this, love this. Anytime you can fight City Hall in a humorous way, I'm down with it. Um, so this happened. It sounds like yeah, this happened in the UK, Greater Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um, a cyclist uh, guy, one of his friends got injured. By hitting a pothole, which, you know, you could. uh, Folks in Minnesota know all about the potholes right now. Yeah. It has been a vicious, vicious year. I mean, it took took my entire neighborhood calling for about two and a half weeks saying you've got to do something. It wasn't a pothole. It was a huge one. It was a crater. And then there were mini craters. It was a field. I mean, there was no way of going around it. Oh, wow. And the two houses this was in front of, you couldn't even get out of there. I mean, yeah. I don't know how they got out of their houses without just losing their alignment every damn day. Yeah. Okay, sorry. No, I know, but I mean, Pop. you think about mm-hmm. a cyclist like uh, I mean, I'm oh, I'm yeah. I'm cringing mm-hmm. just thinking yeah. about it. So, um his friends uh went out and uh tagged all the potholes with penises. And they must have read the other, that, that, that didn't someone in France do that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's also been used in uh, Lithuania mm-hmm. as well. Um, but funny, 48 hours later, fixed. You know what's hilarious? What? I, I considered going out and painting like orange because I had some orange paint in the house around the larger holes. Of course you do. But it didn't occur to me to. Oh my God, how did I not? I, that tells you how tired I have been since recovering from right. getting the gallbladder out. The fact that my brain did not immediately go to penises. You should have painted penises on oh. them and they would have been done in a, in a minute. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to share that with the, uh, with the neighborhood list. Maybe next time. Yeah. It'd go faster if we did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess the giant sperm skyscraper is in fact going to happen in London. Okay, it's supposed to be a tulip, but really, like, how does that not just say disaster all over it? It's it's a one thousand foot skyscraper shaped like a tulip, and so um, it's about ten or eleven stories because most it's the, twelve. Okay, because most buildings are eight nine feet for height. Yes, in the floors. Okay, 
Yeah, it's gonna. It's twelve stories. That's gonna stand on top of a seven hundred and eighty-seven foot concrete shaft. Funny word. Um, next to the gherkin, and so they're gonna have um, this huge, big thing. It's not going to um, obscure the view of uh, the shard, which um, is the second is now going to become the second smallest one. And um, yeah. The gherkin, the shard, the tulip. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. I I found a website the other day. I, I'll never find it again. I'm not going through there. And they were showing, like, just in, like, 10 or 20 years, the differences in skylines of cities around the world. Yep. I mean, on a building that's happened just in this century alone. Yeah. Has been insane. And I'm like, how is that? How is that sustainable? I mean, how do you keep building things? Yeah. Well, one of the thing, things that it had to make sure it did not, you know, interfere with was the view of the Tower of London. Mm -hmm. But now London will have a big giant sperm. (laughs) So there you go. There's, there's a lot of, you know, talk in Minneapolis where I, you know, where I live about their 2040 plan and all that. And I'm pretty sure nowhere in all those pages that I went through, I mean, they were talking about how many you know, parking and bike lanes and transportation, but I don't think they really talked about, you know, whether or not buildings could be weirdly shaped. Yeah. But they have, and then again, they have all the neighborhood groups that tend to squash things anyway. Yeah. I think it's not like, you know, that probably wouldn't happen. Oh, be interesting. Mm-hmm. St. Paul might do it for, you know, just to get people over there. They don't, they really do. They're getting sort of a cute skyline. I was noticing, I've been doing a lot because of all the driving I've been doing to the St. Paul store from different yeah. areas because of the way the water was coming in at one point, but that stopped. No, thank God. I kept seeing the skyline from different ways and it was pretty cool. I, didn't, I never really paid attention to it because I'm just, you know, you're talking to friends, you're doing stuff, but. You know, it's, it's fun great. when I, mm-hmm. when I come into the cities, um, a lot of times I'll come across the Mendota bridge and it's really fun when you're mm-hmm. coming across there because you can see both skylines. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is really neat. And if I'm always by myself when I'm driving, but I really want somebody to come with me to take some good pictures of, mm-hmm. of the fact that you can see the two. It's really neat. I don't, I don't know. I wonder what that is. People just go, oh, look, there's my city. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, th- there's two. Yeah. Oh, look, the Twin Cities. Okay. Um, the, the first line of the story calls this app disturbing. I think it's hysterical. <laughs> and I would love to know what our Miss Megan thinks. Oh, we got a little cough, <laughs> cough action going on. There you go. mm-hmm. uh, this is called Camoji, and it's software uh, d- developed by U.S.-based CamSoda. We've talked about them before. Mm-hmm. The app is designed to allow people to work as a stripper without being identified by friends, family, or employers. So basically, you're, um, you create an avatar, but the avatar m- mimics your moves in real time. Well, I thought maybe it's just like... You uploaded a video and they put like an em- like an emoji over your face or something. No, no. Because I'm sorry, but it just I have a very difficult time with the idea of some types of virtual sex because I'm just like, it's cold. You know, you were supposed to be warm. I mean, even when they make fake humans like the robots, they make them so they can be warmed up. Mm-hmm. But just a visual, I just I just think, wow, that's not. I guess it's not how my brain's wired. 
But uh, I'm yeah. sure, sure at one point they'll figure out how to, uh, to make it even more realistic. Yeah. Just, you know, things, don't, things have not become less realistic in the past 20 years. Well, what I think is kind of interesting is um, it talks about being able to protect your anonymity. So whether you're a school teacher, mm-hmm. a, a, a C-suite executive or something yeah. like that, you know, I think it's as much about the person's fantasy of being a stripper sure. as it is the yeah. person watching, you know, myself. But. That's just me. like, you know, that would be interesting if I could do, yeah, if you could be, if you truly could be completely anonymous, you know, what would you, what would you do? Oh, it's, but, it's uh, almost, uh, but it's almost impossible nowadays. Yeah. For anything. Oh, for sure. You're just walking down the street. You don't know what camera you're going to get caught on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, there's a lot of CCTV. Um, this week's winning naked story comes from Russia. Oh. A passenger stripped off before trying to board his flight to make himself more aerodynamic. Let that just sink in for a minute. Why don't you? Somebody hit the airport bar. You know, I I, I think this, you know, I think spandex would probably help. It would hold in everything you could, you know, versus Mm -hmm. versus just skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, didn't when one of the last Olympics, weren't they wearing like full body suits or something that were supposed to make themselves incredibly, you know, water? Do you use the terms aerodynamic and water? Well, whatever. I don't know. I I'm a, unclear. I'm a liberal arts major. What the hell do I know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was I'm, I'm, I'm about to get on a plane, you know, to, to, to go on a vacation. And, you know, done all the paperwork, done all the checked in and stuff like that. And I I have flown a lot. I'm not, you know, not as... But I've never... And I'm going I'm... I'm uh, I've never witnessed anything. So maybe you don't really hear Minnesota man or Minnesota woman a lot, Mm-mm. you know, when it comes to things. So I don't, maybe we'll have a, maybe we'll have a shot tomorrow, but I also tend to fly exceptionally early in the morning. So unless someone is just kept drinking from the night before, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're traveling with kids, there tends to be less of an issue too, because it's a plane. Flight. Especially when I used to go down to Orlando, oh my God, that, you know. That they should have had more booze on that flight for the grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I know. Yeah. I, I, but I yes. still have never had anyone. But nobody ever got nude. Well, he was nabbed by uh, staff as he was trying to go down the the what do they call it the yeah, uh, jetway the jetway. Thank you. Um, then detained by police, uh, he shouted that he was naked because clothing impairs the aerodynamics of the body, and that he flies with more agility when undressed. So once he, wherever he was going, boy, his arms were going to be tired, in his opinion. Oh, you know, and the thing is, he was. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is now this like follows him around forever. He's like, you know, yeah. I think at least for this, I mean, someone, I just, I, I'm sure there was an enormous amount of laughter. There is just no way. I mean, okay, the officers probably weren't laughing and stuff like that, but for the most part, the people are watching this going, did he just say what he... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That had to be... Yeah. Yeah. So this is is kind of interesting. It's definitely, we're into wedding season now. Uh We're getting there anyway. And um, there was a survey done about uh, where men would like to get married, like their choice of venue. So, and I think it's fair to say that overall... um, you know, bridezilla is notwithstanding. Oh, the wedding industry, right? Right. Well, th- well, yeah, it's big, but but there's been there's way more of an anything goes atmosphere than there ever used to be. Yeah. It was very 
dictated. Had I felt- to do this, had to do this. There was a certain thing to it, but it's still always been marketed, I mean, more as a women's thing. Yeah. You know, it's sort of nice to see the guys maybe have an opinion. Yeah. you know, their wedding too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, check this out. Do you know that only one in three couples now are opting to get married in a church? Does that surprise you? No, not at all. Um, there was actually the, the largest growing segment of the United States population when it comes to religion is uh, none. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, be, yeah. You know, they just they, they don't they don't identify with any particular one. Well, not that they don't believe in God or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. They're you know people are still afraid to identify as atheist, but. You know, but nuns, nuns are the biggest one. Well, and you know what? I think that organized religion did that to oneself, to the, to themselves. I mean, and the Catholic Church led the pack, but there's equally, yeah, you know, it was just another dastardly just people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that there's a lot of I, they don't have that option, you know, because because if you don't, uh, you know, I wouldn't go to a, an organized religion church. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I have a real problem with because they're businesses. Yeah, I mean the only time. Yeah, I mean the only time I've set foot in a church has been for a wedding, funeral, or a baptism, and oh god, since my early teens. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. or somebody's wedding, probably. Yeah, so yeah wedding, yeah, yeah, wedding, funeral, yeah. baptism. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though. So, uh, one in four men would like to get married in a sports stadium. Well, there seems to be a fair amount of people getting engaged at sports stadiums. I mean, yeah. go to Twins games. Like the first couple of years, I, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a game I went to where there wasn't a proposal. Yeah. But now that the Twins suck, um, I don't know how many, you know, how many, there seem to be a lot fewer proposals in the past few years going to the games. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, actually, and you are, you kind of know what's going on because you follow the team. Yeah. You like baseball. Mm-hmm. That's uh, funny. They had opening day. Yesterday, you didn't so go to we so no, not yesterday because we're fil- taping this, you know, like a little bit in advance because I'm going on the trip. But uh, yeah, I didn't go. I had friends go. They won. That was nice. Mm-hmm. But I just, it, it, but it was. I mean, three weeks ago there was four foot of snow on the ground, mm-hmm. and then it just there was an immediate. You know, then then they, it's, it's all gone. I mean, they actually. I, I was when they said they were going to open so early because we had the we had the final four coming here for basketball. Uh, I just went, it's never going to happen. And I was wrong. (laughs) It's, it's interesting here, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, I mean, 3% of women said, yeah, sports stadium sounds like fun. That actually surprises me because a lot of this, like our two new, the twin stadium and us bank stadium for the Vikings are really cool. I would know as an event I've had, I've had tickets where you've gone inside stuff like that. And there's been other events. I, it would be a lovely place to have a, yeah. to have a summer wedding. And then you could, you know, watch a ball game. You have the food taken care of. Yeah. And then, you know, and people would actually be, you know, you know and I, you know, it'd be really great for people who don't like being the center of attention. Yeah. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, there are a few of those mm-hmm. here and there. Yep. Um, I thought this was pretty interesting. 57% of men said they would love to get all dressed up wearing tails and a full suit. Isn't that funny? 57. I mean, how many times do guys really get a chance to get dressed up? Because right. now people say things like casual. I mean, I have, okay, I have friends that in their late 20s, early 30s, someone found a, I don't know where they were, but they found a vintage tux and they bought it. And that was great, which inspired the other guys to go out 
to this, you know, and get tuxes, which then inspired them to have Swank Night, which was a cocktail night out in the middle of the Renaissance Festival. And so all the guys were in tuxes and all the women were in gowns. Now, this went over the years. The guys got to wear the same tux. <laughs> they had something yeah. they switch out shirts yep. and ties. But, um, but no, I, I think, I do think that occasionally, you know, you, you, like it would be nice not to be so schlubby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm disappointed that we've gone as far back casual as we mm-hmm. have, but that's just me. Uh, women, 62% said that they wanted to wear the all white wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Um, 23% said they'd like to wear a different color mm-hmm. and 9% said a suit. So, um, both couples, uh, agree or both sexes, I should say, 85% of both said, yeah, the women do the wedding planning. So, <laughs> you know. I mean, they wouldn't even know. I mean, most guys. I mean, it's been shoved out, at least in Western culture. You know, I'm actually up, you know, probably all over the world. The wedding's been shoved down the female side. Yeah. <laughs> the brain power for, since we were infants. Yeah. You know, they don't have little, let's play, let's play dress up groom for toddler boys. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I know mean, that's true. I, it, never, it never occurred to me. I'm probably never going to get married, but I could probably list off in about five minutes exactly what I would want. That's funny. And if you'd, you know, if I was to like wander outside and find one of the guys in my office and go, okay, tell me about your perfect wedding, I'd get, um, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, you know what? I couldn't have been happier with mine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so, and I think both of our favorite parts of our wedding is it was low key oh, yeah. and not stressful yeah. and fun. And it was just us. It was super fun. Okay. This is freaking funny to me. Okay. The top two sex lies. Top two sex lies? Like I'm tired or like. Okay. What what the the lies that we tell about sex? Oh, okay. One that we're having enough of it, and one that we're not having any of it. Close, but no cigar. Damn. It's. I have really not been good at guessing. Though. Yeah, you you're sort of falling down. Fifty two percent of women admit to reducing the number of past lovers when discussing with a new love interest. Oh, okay. On the flip side, guys increase Please. theirs. <laughs> So actually, it was pretty close to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much, not enough. Pretty uh, hilariously mm-hmm. funny. I thought that was pretty good. Um, disturbing. Mm-hmm. Now, what the you know virtual avatar stripper thing I thought was just fine. This is upsetting to me. Okay. There's a new app um, coming out. It's trying to. They want to uh, compete with Tinder. And whatever else is out there now, Bumble, I guess, is the other one. Mm. This one's called Bear, B-A-R-E. What do you suppose that one's about? <laughs> Going right to the uh, dick pics? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So here's the deal. Okay. Um, it's uh, basically users will not be able to immediately share nude snaps. So they're going to make you go through some hoops to be able when, you know, if you get the person's phone number, you can just text a dick pic. Like, why would you go through all the trouble of giving over more data and more information about yourself and then saying, yes, and now I'm going to share a dick pic. Like, what the fuck? This is just nonsensical to me. 
Oh, I don't. You, you, you're thinking of possibly the people that have used that are developing this app haven't actually used any of them. I don't. I know it works, but I'm just. Oh, I just. I, the, the the concept of the dick pic I just find fascinating in the why category anyway. Always have, always will. Yeah. But now they're saying, you know, they're so 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 they're trying to go for the consent dick pic. Well, yeah. Okay, so okay, we not. Uh, eh. Okay, the, the prospective members have to provide ID before using the app, and the the thinking is that it would uh, prevent fake p- profiles from popping up as users search for future partners. And um, they said, you know, you're only supposed to share what you're comfortable with. Um, so you know, you don't have to get nude. You can do, you know, kind of whatever. Um, but they said, you know, it's unique. It allows people. Oh, oh, the you can slide up and down too. So it's a crazy like view. Um, yeah, they have, they have to give full final permission before their identity is revealed via messaging. And, um, people caught body shaming would be banned from the platform. Blah, blah, blah. I think that's crazy. Oh, I just don't. There's just so many other ways to get naked pictures versus having to use an app. And give up all your information. information. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine their data breach? Mm-hmm. You know, um, that would be bad. Um, okay. You know, to everyone, each his own blah, blah. There's a Japanese tour company, Sakura Tourist. Um, long story short, they are giving you an opportunity to uh, meet, take pictures, and sit in a hot tub with Japanese porn star Shoko Takahashi, who is famous for a porn film in which she strips in a hot spring. <laughs> this will cost you 1164 US dollars to have this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to frolic in a hot spring with a porn star. <laughs> Well, she will take three pictures. I mean, I mean, it's no different than a Comic Con. You can pay a hundred bucks to get someone who was fourth billed in a in a movie's autograph. Yep. So why not? Oh, my God. she accepts gifts, but perishable food items are not permitted. <laughs> because that's what I would immediately think. Okay, what would I give to pay homage to a porn star? A cheesecake. <laughs> no. She'd probably get, oh, oh, I'm just, that's just definitely giggly. I think, yeah, that, that does not seem like an unreasonable amount of money for someone to want to do that if they really like the star. I mean, I think they, people, yeah. I mean, people drop hundreds of dollars at a strip club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have to have a very good grasp of the Japanese language, however, to go. Here's the warning. Quote, For operational purposes, those who cannot follow the instruction in Japanese cannot be accepted for the tour. Please understand this condition is for your safety. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Well, maybe, uh, so they're going to the hot spring. Maybe that's uh, like an underground cave thing. I don't know. So no spelunking. And if you can't, if you can't read the word spelunking in Japanese, you can't go spelunking. Oh. With well, a porn well, star. what if you were like paid for some like an interpreter? <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is quite inventive. What's coming up? Um, 
you know, the situations that people find themselves in are, they're infinite really. And then the, the problem solving skills such as those in the following story are quite impressive on occasion. 23 year old beekeeper, George Lodge, um, wanted to raise some money to help a guy that he had met, uh, in Zanzibar. Okay. So he's a beekeeper and this other beekeeper in Zanzibar. Okay. Okay, so Are you following me? Two beekeepers. Yeah, two beekeepers. I was wondering why the bee, you know, why the beekeeping. Okay. Okay. Oh, because so it's probably some sort of place where people that keep bees can chat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he'd gone to Zanzibar and he wanted to help this guy, the Zanzibarian beekeeper, be able to make a research trip to Britain. So he says, "Well, I'm going to do a calendar and sell a calendar." Well, what do you suppose sells calendars? Naked bees. Naked beekeeping. Mm-hmm. Naked beekeeping. Now, just I just, in fact, finally, after three and a half years after my anaphylaxis mm-hmm. episode, finally got my EpiPen. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. This just gives me oh, all it, kinds it, of it, horrible. The, the heebie-jeebies? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So he's out there with his Johnson flapping in the wind. and But God forbid, you know, they've got the thing over their face. Mm-hmm. What kind of a little net do you put over that? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it's been very, very, um, very successful. And um, he said, you know, I've, I was an, I've been an art model and whatever, so getting naked is no big deal. But, um, you know, yeah, and, and they sold out and they funded the trip. Isn't that hysterical? Naked beekeeping. Huh. I mean, that's I pretty freaking clever. It can't be any more dangerous than, like, naked bacon frying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's been doing this since he was 10 years old. Naked pit. No, hopefully not. Beekeeping. Beekeeping. Okay. Beekeeping. And there was um, a little problem with there were naked beekeeping pictures when he was like 10. That was yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody's, you know. I, I wish I'm really enjoying honey more. Maybe because my throat's but different types and you sort of notice stuff. Really? So, like, so I'm looking forward to like going to the Minnesota State Fair because they have a whole bee area and then they have all these different honeys. Oh. So this is probably not a spot you go because, you know, they have like bees. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's been just, my, my taste buds are changing, my, you know, as well, I get older. Where are you finding interesting honeys now before what? the farmer's markets? Uh, well, I'm not just like out like I said, it's mainly at the state fair or occasionally I'll just, we'll be like on a, um, like, um, uh, I go on a trip and they'll be like the local honey, you know, oh, okay. I'll notice that it's darker than the stuff that, you know, than yeah. some of the commercial stuff. And I like sort of knowing where it's from because a lot of, um, there's been a, uh, honey's become more popular and you don't know where it's coming from from overseas and they're mixing it with other stuff. So I like to know where it's you know yeah from not just you know random honey from in, in a in a plastic bear from cub yeah yeah yes mm-hmm. yeah yuck mm-hmm. okay this is a, a true story oh my god this is so gross um a fertility doctor used his own sperm to inseminate his patients and he is father to at least 48 children and he has been Another exposed one? because of all these dna tests and he got um mm-hmm. figured out by this girl um, who had taken a commercial DNA test and she learned that she had eight um, unidentified siblings in the area. This guy's 80 years old and um, yeah, eight unknown half siblings. And um, he got um, like, 
yeah, I mean, I guess it's cheaper because you don't have to pay pay the other guys. But he didn't the, disclose it. The e- yeah, but the ego the ego of that shit. I mean, you know, that just oh my god. Because you think that you're. I mean, you you pick things out. Yeah, yeah. That's gone. Oh my god. Yeah, he only got a one year suspended sentence. He's eighty years old, but um, there was a. Uh, there was a Law & Order SVU episode about this, hmm. and it was very similar, mm-hmm. very similar, creepy. You know, they they take those from, oh, yeah. you know, different stories. But, um, yeah. Um, this well, yeah, is, more and more that people do these things are going to find. You're going to find out a lot of things you may not want to find out, and you're honestly not truly going to find out that much about it. Uh-huh. I mean, the, all this stuff is very vague and all this sort of stuff. It just... Uh, it just, you know, I I have no interest in you know knowing what the hell my DNA is. I know, I mean, I know what it's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I came from Northern Europe and I came from Sicily, which means I probably have stuff coming from Northern Africa all the way because it's a, a boat, you know, a shipping lane. Yep. And then there's probably a whole bunch of stuff uh, from Northern uh, Germany and all that sort of stuff. So there's probably a little bit of Neanderthal in there. And then some, <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. what it's going to say. Yeah. I mean, I know some <laughs> of mine, I know some of mine, but the one that I'm curious about is, um, is the Native American in my family because mm-hmm. we, a great grandmother of ours mm-hmm. um, was, <laughs> this is so sad, um, back in the in her day, um, you didn't want to be identified as native. Mm -hmm. And so she, uh, refused to claim her head rights. Mm -hmm. So I, and I know that she was a Cherokee Mm -hmm. and I would just like to know a little more about that. The thing is, is that honestly, everyone from far North of Canada and the territories Mm -hmm. all the way down to Chile. Yeah. All the folks in Argentina, all the folks, it's just, it's just indigenous North, South, Central America. Yeah. It just, it's just that it's one thing. Yeah. It's one, that's it. Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> there's not really, there's not enough differences between all that. And then there's not enough folks that are first um, first peoples, indigenous, or, or how do you want to do it, to take the test. Yeah. Taking the test. So there's no, and there's so little difference. Yeah, that's that. true. Yeah. So it's just pretty much going to say, you know, certain percent, you know, indigenous or first peoples or however they want to put it. But you're not going to be able to, to pick out... Uh, as far as from what I've, all I've read, uh, a Sioux or Ojibwe or something from Minnesota versus an Apache versus a Mayan versus someone from Peru. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really want to go visit South America and some of those, um, you know, old, old sites. That You've you done some of that, st- haven't yeah, you? Yeah, you stand on them and you're like... This was built 5,000 years ago. It's, is it really just crazy yeah. to get your head around? Yeah, and there's a lot of people, but if you, depending on which ones you go to, and you know, you pick like a nice rainy day and when it keeps a lot of other people away, you just sort of stand there and you go, you know, I, I, my ancestors in you know, Northern Europe were still in a, in, in, you know, in a hovel, and they're over here mapping the stars. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's really interesting. Amazing societies, you know, you know, they just actually get, you know, what happens? They just get too big or um, to sustain themselves. And then, you know, disease, you know, came on over courtesy of, you know, Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, you know, it's really nice to hear about a Twitter war that doesn't involve our U.S. government. Um, this is um, a good morning Britain anchor presenter they call them over mm-hmm. there um and uh, a mother 
of a daughter who transitioned surgically Mm -hmm. at the age of 16. Um, Long story short, this um, this news personality over there um, started putting out stuff like your child abuser started to have an opinion on something they should have no opinion on. Well, ain't their kid. Yep. She called her, you know, said that she had this kid castrated before old enough to make a decision, et cetera, et cetera. And just, you know how they do it and they dig themselves deeper in and they double down instead of Mm -hmm. just letting go and just shutting up. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I'm just really fascinated over people that are poking their noses into shit. That's none of their damn business. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's going through there. Believe me, you know, none, none of those decisions were made lightly. Someone did not wake up one day and said, you know what? What I want to do is spend hundreds of thousands of dollars of, you know, of health care uh, money and go through months and months of agony so that, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just don't know if we all need to take everything that we do in our lives to the public square either. Yeah, That's, you know, kind of mm-hmm. my thing. You know, I have to confess, I do not have the Snapchat and Instagram thing figured out. Haven't even put any effort into it, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I'd be smart enough not to do the following. Okay. Kelsey Kepke, a teacher, um, has been charged with an improper relationship and online solicitation of minor because she sent nude pictures to a 15-year-old student, and she's a teacher. I, I don't have a Snapchat. I can't figure out the point of that at all. I do have an Instagram because I find that that's a really fun place to uh, follow fluffy stuff. Like chefs and food and and actors and stuff that I like. Okay. And because it's a, it's 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 a you know it's a picture medium. You know you gotta look at that. Mine is filled with my cats. Perfect. Yeah. Go through there, but uh, for the life of me, I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't understand. I just get back to the other person, the dick pics. I don't understand the sending of the nude picture. Maybe I'm just desensitized because my my. Job has been around body parts and, and movies and stuff like that. I just, but I just, my body's my body. It doesn't need to go out there into the universe. Right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> right. Oh, quite right. I'm confused. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't I, I've been dating people. I see people. It never occurred to me that I would say <laughs> that I should snap a picture of like my poobs and send it to someone. I don't know. No, 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 no. Very confused. Um, She's uh, going to go to court in May. Uh, she's out on bond at $30,000. Um, they had to send letters to all the parents at the school. I mean, just seriously? Seriously? I mean. Well, I do like the fact that she's getting in trouble because a lot of times they would have uh, in the past years, and maybe not the past 10, 15 years, but they would you know, not treat women the same way um, that they did guys. Oh, yeah, because, oh, yeah, that well, we've we've finally... Gotten that all established. That's a parody, at least for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, this is cool, and this is definitely something you're going to want to check out on the Great Northern Sex Cast Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is cool. I've never heard of this one yet, and I, I think it's awesome. Um, campaign that celebrates postpartum bodies. Mm. So, um, 
you know, this retailer called Mother Care has a an ad campaign that's celebrating, you know, the women that have just given birth. And and um it's called the Women We See competition. And so there's there's pictures you can check it out in the article. Um and there's different ones um of all different sizes and um different, you know, backgrounds and all of that good stuff. So you know, there's these people that, you know, you see and they have babies and they don't look like they were ever pregnant. <laughs> and this is designed to help people like cope with it. Yeah. Cause those are really the only folks that go, you know, that, that are probably comfortable showing, <laughs> showing themselves. Up. Yeah. But your, your body changes. Your hips are never the same. Your feet are never the same. According to my friends, I've never, you know, yeah. going through there, just things are different because you have created life. Yeah. This is an awesome damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I do like that because people need to know that stretch marks are beautiful. They mean you survived. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and, you know, it's there's so many people that, you know, want kids and have trouble having them and things mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's another nice way to say, hey, congratulations. Right? Yeah. Kind of cool. Well, anything else today for you? Not I have two more. Like we uh, um, uh, got a few new things in. One of the things we got was a novelty, and I'll have to um, snap a picture of it and have Megan put it on. But we have um, a, some novelty candy called Super Fun Penis Candy, which is fun to say because it's super fun. And it just, <laughs> I it's stuck in my brain. It's I've been giggling over for years. But now we've got like, it's like a little tiny dispenser. It's about four inches high. Like a Pez thing? Like, yeah, no, no, like 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 a little gumball machine, like a little stuff oh, like cute. that. Oh, cute. You put any money in or thing, but it's just adorable as hell. I have to snap a picture of it. And I think I mean, when you make tiny things, they're just cute. They are. I may have like squealed when I saw it. I may have got, you know, it's like, oh, look, it's just, it comes in different colors and stuff like that. So I was pretty excited by that. And uh, we're going through, we've done all the inventories because we know we take a look at the stores after, you know, Christmas and Valentine's. And Valentine's was tough this year with the weather we had. Oh, yeah. And we go, okay, if these items did not sell, even though we think they're awesome after Christmas and Valentine's, okay, what are we going to replace them with? And some of that stuff's beginning to come in. Cool. So uh, I'm pretty excited by that. Super fun penis candy. Super fun. I need I need to buy one of these because mm. it just sounds hilarious. They are hilarious. In fact, mm. I might need to pick up a few for presents because <laughs> it sounds super fun. I just I just I will be yelling super fun penis candy. My dad used to yell random shit, so it's just pretty funny. So so it's so it's, it's almost it's, like it's, an inherited it's, 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 Tourette's. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It's super fun. super fun penis candy. Super we fun. Did, yeah. mm-hmm. Super fun. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.